check, check, mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah! Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Love that intro Swiss Corps did for us this year. Thank you for listening. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Get, and Pro Taper is live 702-586-7857 what's on your mind let's talk some dallas supercross coming up this weekend in the dome that jerry built round seven of 17 this weekend it is the opening round of the 250 supercross east coast class zach osborne looking to defend his number one plate We've got a fly resin or a fly toxin resin helmet to give away today. We have a get hour meter and we have pro, t- pro taper pro series uh, forged chain as well to give away to some lucky listeners. 702-586-7857. Please give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. Uh, again, I'm, I'm Steve Mathis and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Flyracing.com. Blake Baggett runs fly and just made two straight podiums. Maybe if you wear fly, you'll make podiums. Hey, he uses the F2 Carbon Forge helmet, and uh, it's the that helmet is exactly the one that comes off the shelf right onto Blake Baggett's head. It's crafted to adhere to strict safety standards using MIPS, utilizing MIPS technology while incorporating a Kevlar shell construction. Kevlar is the same stuff used in bulletproof vests, people. With five colorways plus the Weston Pike signature helmet, you can pretend like you're headed to the Outdoor Nationals, even if you're a weekend warrior stuck at your desk during the week. Ride safe. Right smart with fly racing. And of course, Pro Taper from Damon Bradshaw to Jason Anderson. Now, Pro Taper can be trusted to provide products that continue to set the industry benchmark for all others to follow. Remember that first bar that came out with no crossbar and blew everybody's minds back in the day? Yeah, that was, that was Pro Taper. Uh, Geico Honda, Rockstar Energy Husky, JGR Suzuki, just some of the teams that rely on Pro Taper. Uh, their drive line is, uh, is incredible. Please check it out, protaper.com. They've got a whole line of products that you probably didn't even realize Pro Taper made. And it's a uh, great quality, of course. Also, too, Get. Justin Barsha is using Get right now on his Monster Yamaha to absolutely kill it. Uh, Cooper Webb. Justin Barsha, destroy the start, get the whole shot. Uh, the LCGPA is the new launch control system developed by Get Engineers together with top teams all around the world. A lot of teams in Europe use Get. It's uh, it's everywhere you look, the Get system, and uh, it's great. And we're going to have Dan Truman on from Get to uh, talk a little bit about that and, and talk Dallas, too. Paul Parabinos will be talking Pro Taper and Dallas, too. Um, Jeremy McGrath, we're going to get him on the show soon. The king of Supercross helped develop the MXST tire from the folks at Maxxis. It'll be out real soon. Uh, besides Maxxis, besides, besides making tires for your dirt bike, they offer high quality tires for your car, light truck, trailer, ATV, mountain bike, and more. Jeremy McGrath, just ask him. 
Visit Maxis.com. Uh, thanks to uh, those folks for coming on. Like I said, we're going to give some stuff away. We're going to talk Dallas with Dan Truman and Paul Parabinos and you at 702-586-7857. Producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls over there in the corner. The original Pulpomex show producer. The Tits Legendary. The original and still best. Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> the other guy might drop dead of a heart attack, so don't worry. You could be, be back I, in that I, chair. I do not envy that kid for one second. You could be back in that chair in, in no time. It uh, would only take an aneurysm, yep. 250 East kicking off this weekend. Yeah. You excited? Because now Anderson, he's got 31 points or 28 points yeah, or something. Yeah, with rocks and crashing, that took a lot of the wind out of... Uh, the sales, you know, as far as excitement goes. Yeah. Uh, 250 East. I will be, I'm hopeful that uh, Osborne can kind of back up uh, the way things finished off uh, last year at the Couldn't East get West. Better. Couldn't get any better. That's what no. I'm saying. I'm hoping it'll be exciting. I don't really have a dog in that fight, but uh, as long as it's good racing, that's what I like. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the 450 class. Whether it's uh, Marv stepping up, Barsha stepping up, can anybody run with Anderson right now? That's mm-hmm. the question. Maybe Tomac will finish a race. Oh, boy. Here we go. 702-586-7857. Tomac's season is unbelievable. Um, it's not – it's the stuff nightmares are made of. There's no doubt. Um, Monster Energy Cowie could uh, could never have thought about this going this badly. He's got a couple wins, which are awesome, but – Holy smokes, after that. I don't know, man. Uh, let's go to some phone calls here. DJ, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you, man? What's going on? Um, I'm wondering why is Dallas a 250 East round this year? Because last year was a 250 West. And I'm, is that like an every year thing or like no, every other year? Yeah, no, they've changed it a few times in the past. It just works out how the, wor- the rest of the schedule works out, you know? Uh, they took Toronto off last year and they added, uh, what'd they add? I don't know. They added a race uh, somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it all matters on what, what, what races are, are added where. And luckily, like, Dallas and Houston can be west or east because they're kind of in the central, you know, of the America. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, there's not really, any, um, there's not really any, any master plan to it. It's just kind of how, it, how the schedule works out, man. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. No problem. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited for the kickoff, though. Dallas has been kickoff for the East for a few times, and like uh, this caller said, it was on the West last year as well. So uh, you never really know. Alec, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. I got two questions for you. Yeah. So the first one's about the fly racing pants. Um, that boa reel, is that just basically a um, like a belt to tighten and loosen yeah. the pants? Yeah, exactly. It just kind of takes up if you're a half size or you're in between sizes or whatever. It's on two lines of their gear. And you yeah. can you can tighten it up, you can loosen it up. Say you uh, say you um, you know you put some some weight on or something recently, you can unleash it a little bit, uh, or you can tighten up the pants if you need to. It's a real cool feature. Oh, okay. And my second question was, um, what are they going to do with Weimer's bike now that he's you know gone and ate shit and broke his hand or whatever? Yeah, broke his wrist. Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't really know. I don't. I don't know if they'll do much with it. To be honest, they got Vince Freeze. They got Justin Brayton. I don't know. You know, their outside sponsor is a spa company. I'm not sure their their requirements. I don't think it'd be something where they would need to have three bikes on the track. I I would be surprised, Alec, to see anybody uh, be put on it if that's what you're getting at. I, I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, I just wasn't sure because I, I like Weimer, but I just wasn't sure, and I was like kind of sad that he ate shit when he first raced back. Yeah, no, believe me. It wasn't his first race back. He, it was his third race back. 
Well, uh, third race. Yeah. No, I'm with yeah. you, man. I talked to him this week. He said he could not believe he broke his wrist. It was the easiest crash ever. He said he just simply, like, you know, fell down and. He said he just, you know, it's one of those crashes where you've, you've done that before and you get up you get up nine times out of ten. And he said, yeah. he said as soon as he hit the ground, he was like, I cannot believe I just broke my wrist. Yeah, because so, it looked like he didn't hit very hard, but it was just kind of, it was like tipped over or whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep, absolutely. So, um, all right, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by Get Pro Taper. And Max's tires. Uh, thank you, people, for uh, calling in. Got a question about the Nets. Got a question about Tomac. Got a few other ones on there. Let's get to our uh, our first guest from Get 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 Dan Truman. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, you know, just getting ready for another weekend. You're gonna be extra busy this weekend programming Get stuff for the opening round, I would imagine, right? Oh yeah, we got some uh, we got some new teams, East Coast teams, um, some smaller teams that are. They're all using Git and um, the EBR EBR performance team that's out of Texas, and uh, so yeah, it's going to be a busy uh, a yeah. Friday. Yeah, running around, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wearing a, I wear a few hats on the weekend. Yeah, Chad Reed VIP host as well. Yeah, among other things of the Chad Reed team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's that going? A good start this weekend. He benefited from that crash. Uh, worked, uh, went backwards a little bit from there. But uh, h- how are we doing? I talked to him after Oakland, and he was finally testing. How do we feel about the two-two uh, and getting better from here, Dan? Uh, I mean, he's definitely getting better. Um, he obviously benefited from from the crashes and the and the top some of the top guys being out. But uh, he's just not physically there yet and uh in this sport if you're not in shape and and healthy um i don't think you you know you can compete with those guys so he's not taking a lot of risk during late in the race you can see his lap times fall off not only one or two seconds they're falling off three to five seconds which is yeah. which is something unusual for him but um i think if he would if he keeps on the track he's going um he'll be battling inside the top 10 here shortly in the next few weeks so um a caller called in before you asking about Mono Concepts and Weimer's bike. Uh, I can't see them putting a third guy on. Anything you know or heard or anything, I can't see them doing it. But No, I haven't heard anything. I think if one more guy was out on their team, maybe. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they, have two, they have two guys, so um, I don't think it's really necessary. Um, and, uh, yeah. and hey, Free's got 10th. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And, and Brayton's been good. So two guys... Both your guys inside the top ten. I don't really see putting another guy on the bike. Um, I mean, really, who could they put on the bike that would they would do that good? I mean, obviously yeah. they could put somebody like Ben LeMay on the bike, which would be helpful to him. But I don't know that it benefits the team a whole lot. Absolutely. Hey, um, do you think <laughs> it's not possible, Dan, for Cowie and Monster and Eli Tomac to have possibly thought it could go this bad? I mean, he's got two wins. But holy shit, this is turning into just an amazing, an amazing season for Tomac and Cowie for so many reasons. I, I, it's a, it's amazing. I, I don't know what, I don't even know how to capture his season in a in a in a sentence. It's insane, honestly. Like uh, I don't recall a season going this bad for somebody without actually getting injured. You know, someone like Kenny or something. But he's not hurt. He's fine. He shows up every weekend to do his job, and something goes wrong. Um, whether he puts himself in a bad spot or 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 what, you know, I I think JT had mentioned he went pretty far outside on, on the on the main event start this week, which we thought was kind of strange, putting all those good guys on the inside, and 
and you know he got tangled up so um i don't know maybe he thought he was going to hole shot from there but uh it's crazy it's crazy what is he 12th in points i don't I, I don't <laughs> i don't even know he's won twice he's <laughs> he's won he's got two wins he's got a bunch of laps led but uh, a, but he's 12 I mean, he's almost got like stewart syndrome a little bit he's first or last right now yeah and, yeah he's a new uh, he's the new cow crasher win <laughs> Um, Crazy. Hey, so obviously Anderson's got a pretty big points lead, um, and one of the get riders, Justin Barsha, is chasing him. Kenny's going to be out for a little while. Marv looks good. He told me his shoulder hurts him in the gym, but on the bike it's fine. Um, Baggett, two podiums in a row. Is there – and then Pike, Pike, I think, is on the verge of making a podium. Man, he's riding really well. But do you, Dan – like who's challenging Anderson? And I don't really, know if you yeah. can say Seeley. I don't know if I'm on that Seeley train right now. Seeley starts have been good, but you know the results haven't been there. I, I thought I thought he could have won uh, maybe two races so far. Uh, Oakland, he was leading right, and he crashed. Yep. yep. And um, so just the mistakes for Seeley, but Anderson seems like he's almost on another level. I think Barsha was up to third this weekend, and he had a a break issue or something. Yeah. I, I heard. Mm-hmm. So I think that he would have been a lot closer in points had that not happened. He fell all the way back to eighth or ninth. So Barsha's gonna be good. Uh, I think he's gonna be solid throughout the year. Uh, which is crazy for us to be saying this six rounds in. None of us would have predicted this season for Barsha, I don't think. Yeah. But um, he but, he had a whole cha- he had a change of attitude. You know, he he's a you know I know you spoke to him now, but he's he's changed as a person. He's been respectful to a lot of people. He's, yeah, he likes me now. He likes me again. Yeah, it's really <laughs> I weird. go that far. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> he's no really. He's he's changed, and, and not only him, his family's changed, and and they're being you know. I think it was a reality check, and. Uh, I think it's good, but unless Anderson makes a big mistake, I don't know how he loses his title. Well, do you do you see do you see anybody running with him, like giving him giving him a run here and taking race wins away from him it's outside tough. outside of Tomac, let's say, because we we yeah. don't know. Yeah, I still think Tomac wins a bunch of races. I still think he wins seven races this year, um, but I think maybe Baggett wins Daytona. You know, he's very yep. confident going into Daytona. So I think, and Baggett's getting confident. So if he gets a start and the whoops are big, I think Baggett can run with those guys. In Oakland, uh, Baggett had caught up to Anderson and uh, and Kenny, and then some lappers got in the way. So mm-hmm. I think Baggett wins one this year. I, I think he gets a one win, and I think Tomac still wins you know, five more races is what I have him winning. So yeah. Um, that's a lot, but then again, if if Anderson is smart and he just settles for a second, those five times that I think Tomac wins, it doesn't really hurt him in the championship much. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He can just settle. His starts, Anderson's starts haven't been great. Um, he hasn't led a lot of laps, you know, but, uh, man, he looks good, and he looks in control, and, and, and when he needs to, he can push, and just it, that's it's it's one of those years for him, you know? For, and, and we've yeah, seen guys he's, ridden, he's ridden really smart, too. I mean, he's not made a ton of mistakes or, or made moves too early. Usually when he makes an aggressive pass on somebody, he doesn't leave them a chance to come back on him, which I think is, you know, that's smart on his end. Um, so, yeah, I thought, you know, thinking guys that I thought were going to win, I thought Cooper Webb would be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, he's kind of been uh, – I know he came in hurt and everything else, but i seen that heat race this weekend. I really thought that this weekend he would be on the podium after, you know, you kind of know how Cooper's going to be at the start of the day, and he was good all day, and – and then he kind of had that run in with Kenny, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, there's a few guys that I thought would be a lot better, and and then there's a few surprises like Barsha for me. Do you think a guy like Cole Seeley, who who led you know so many of the laps the last two weeks and didn't finish on the podium either time, like mentally wise, do you think he can like this weekend he just pops back up there and leads laps again, or? 
Do you think if you don't grab it? Here's my theory: is like if you didn't grab a good result out of these last two races, then mentally, that could really ruin you. That could really destroy you, um, and and maybe make you think differently about leading races and getting up there and everything else. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, I can tell you, in like in Chad's situation, he doesn't want to whole shot the main event. I don't think. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yes, he does, but. In Sealy's case, he's whole shot at a couple of races now, and like you said, he's kind of went backwards. So maybe he's like, like DV used to say, I, whatever, I'll just start wherever and I'll get the same position regardless. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though. I think Cole's going to win one. Um, I'm not sure. The Oakland issue was just a, kind of a crash like he had. This weekend, I, I'm not sure. I, I thought he would be. I, I thought he was going to win at one point uh, for sure, and then he kind of faded back. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think he'll get better. I, I heard he's coming to Florida for a little bit, maybe get a get a change of scenery, and, and maybe that'll help out. We'll see. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. First up, Ryan wants to talk about the tracks. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I'm good, man. Thanks. Uh, actually, I'm so pumped. I picked uh, Entic Nap for uh, Pulsamax Fantasy and got like 52 points. So oh, I'm, nice. I'm so pumped on that. Nice yeah. job. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but now, man, as far as the tracks, um, I don't think we've really talked about them that much. But since, like, I mean, Houston was pretty good. Uh, Glendale was awesome. Um, Oakland, I think, would have been good. But the ruts kind of, you know, put a bit of a, a damper on how the actual track kind of turned out. And uh-huh. then this last weekend, I thought, was really awesome, for especially being a you know baseball stadium. Um, some of the obstacles, like, you know, in, in uh, Oakland, they had that uh, you came around off of the start and you could there was an option to go on the table or off into the whoops, you know. Yeah. Um, and then this last weekend, especially with that elevated turn with the berm on the inside, um, I mean, I think the tracks have been awesome, uh, you know, after A2. I just, yeah. you know, do you think they'll keep some of those different options up um, on the next couple of tracks, or what do you, what do you see? What do you think, Dan, uh, the tracks lately? I agree with the caller. They've been pretty good lately. They've had some, some, some neat options. Uh, what do you think? I'm nervous they're going to build the whoop small this week because of round one of East Coast. Um, they they tend to do that because of more new riders and and especially a bunch of rookies. I hope they don't do that. The whoops have been really good the last few weeks, yep. in my opinion. They've uh, they've been tough, but not like so tough to where people can't get through them. Um, so I agree with you. The tracks have been getting better. I've also heard the Dirtworks guys been talking to riders a little bit more. I don't know if that's Trey going to some of the races. He was there again this weekend. Um, so I think they're trying. I really do. I just I hope that they don't, um, you know, start making whoops smaller because they think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's uh, the last few weeks have been great. Whoops, not too tough, not too small, long. You know, it's, just, it's been perfect. It's like the porridge in the three little bears, just perfect. Uh, th- uh, do you, have you? Have you? Sorry, real quick. Have you? I mean, look. I didn't look at the track map for um, for this past weekend, but did they show that uh, option, or did they kind of make that? You know, on you know, as they built it. Uh you won't be able to tell till they built it. Yeah, you can't really see uh, okay. that. Yeah, till once you get there. Uh, thanks yeah, the for the whoops, thanks for the call, man. The whoops aren't built yet. I mean, the whoops aren't built thank yet. You. Uh, Matt, what's going on, Matt? How are you? Good, mate. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's up? Uh, a couple of things. I, I, um, we, at Oakland, um, Dakota Alex, did anybody see him fly over the top of that berm? And I was just sitting there watching it, and I was like, where's Steve's nest? Like, no. he, he landed, like, it was flat concrete after the berm. It was like, um, after the, like, he went the whoops, the left, the right, and mm-hmm. then that 
that next before before the other triple yeah before the other triple yeah 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 and and dakota was like oh i was just like where's the net i you know i didn't Um, i saw i saw him go over there but i didn't see what happened on the backside from where i was sitting but yeah man nets uh, you know nets let's let's get them everywhere yeah i don't know and and quickly just another thing i was i'm wondering when when the east west shootout uh is it minneapolis that yeah uh indianapolis Indianapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. Is a how are we going to How are we going to go with um, with the the fantasy picks? Like, is is a is it just the East guys that we're going to lose from the week before? Or no, we're going to we're like, going to open it. You'll be able to pick everybody. Yeah, sweet. You, you, okay, you'll be able to, you'll you'll be able to pick everybody, and then the All Stars will be the top four from points from each coast. I didn't know any of this, Matt. So Dan's also breaking this to me. But yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, whatever Dan thinks. Yeah, um, well, I'm going horrible anyway. But <laughs> whatever. Hey, don't worry. It could always be worse. Mark scored 88 last week, Matt. So don't worry. Yeah. Right. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Dan, I like that idea. Make it open. Yeah, just because it's it's kind of so we're going to change the All Stars because of the. Uh, we can't have 16 all-stars from eight, eight and right, eight. Right. So we'll make the top four from each coast. We'll open it to all your picks. So if you pick, you know, if you pick Alex Martin in one week, you'll be able to pick him the next week. If it, you know, from the West. Right. So. Uh, all right. Let's get to Lumberjack's got a question for you, Dan, about get products. Lumberjack. What's up, bro? How are you? Hey, yeah, I just had a question for Dan about the get module. I actually got one recently and I'm wondering what the capabilities are of the Wi-Fi cable. And what you're able to adjust with that? Which uh, which unit did you for what bike did you get it for? It's a KTM 350 SXF uh, 17. Okay, so yeah, so set prior to 2008, we made a change for 2018. But prior to 2018, you can you can set the TPS, you can run a full diagnostics of the bike, you can change ignition and also uh, and fuel, and you can change the rev limiter. So those are your options uh, with the Wi-Fi Com. Uh, 2018 and on, you can do different breakpoints, the same changes, but you can go into different breakpoints, so throttle position and RPMs and make those same changes. Okay. Um, do you find there's any, I mean, obviously I've had a get before, they're unbelievable. Is there, I, you know what I mean, I'm just a normal rider, I'm not smart enough to adjust this stuff, are you guys basically putting the best setting in there and expecting us to leave it, or can we kind of mess around with that? Yeah, so the, we do put a the, what we believe is our best setting in there, and then the really for what you're making the changes for are different style tracks. If you're going to go to a really deep sand track, you're going to want to add some fuel so you don't get detonation, um, things like that. You know, uh, maybe change the rev limiter on certain tracks. You're not or change the GPA setting, which works as a traction control. So you're not like having to play with it week to week. Um, I mean, for instance, the last four weeks. Um, on Fridays, we really haven't changed some of our team bikes. They've been the same, you know. So it's not we don't really have to change week to week. It's just the options there. Um, Dan, okay. uh, number Jack, you like it? You've you've been enjoying the get stuff on on three hundred three fifty? Yeah, I mean it's it's unbelievable. It's far better than any other mod I've ever done to a motorcycle. They're great. Oh, that's good. Uh, email us. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, email us at uh, using the contact form on Pulpamex if you want to uh, get a bit of a listener discount on some Get products. I'll put you in touch with Dan, and uh, he can help you out. It's uh, it's tremendous product, Dan. As I've been saying, it's like a works part for your production machine because the factory OEM ignitions that they use uh, are basically just like with the Get thing that that uh, the Get products that you sell. I mean, they're not far yeah. off. It's 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 kind of the same. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, what we do is, you know, all of our guys come from racing and, and have an engineering background or engineers, and we tried to provide the customer with the best bolt-on product. You know, for the price, yeah, it is pricey, but compared to, you know, an exhaust pipe or other parts that are very pricey, you get a lot out of it. So, um, you know, I think people that are starting to use it, they're starting to learn that they are getting a lot out of it. It's just one of those things that's hidden. You know, it's either under the seat or behind the number plate, so it's not like a cool-looking product. But, uh, you know, we do have the launch control and, and the traction control that go on the front fender now, so uh, people are starting to, to see it more, and I think it's uh, it's catching on. A guy like Barsha, who uses the Get products on the Yamaha, and he used them at JGR for years, too. A guy like that, is, he, is it better to have a dude like that who – you don't got to explain what the lights are and how things work, or does it even matter? Or does that help that Justin went to another team but still uses the get stuff? No, for us, working with Justin's been good. You know, obviously the guys at JGR have used the product uh, for a really long time, all the way back to when James was there. So he understood the lights and stuff. I know you you had Alex Ray on, and he gets confused between the lights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's very but, confused, Alex, yeah. But he confuses himself. Um, <laughs> they're not. It's not that hard. There's 10 lights, <laughs> zero is off, and 10 is the strongest level of traction. It's yeah. that simple. <laughs> so, you know, he just confuses himself. He, but uh, So, yeah, it is easier to work with Justin because he understands what to explain to the guys, and yep. then he, he understands the capabilities of the ECU. So he can go tell uh, Dan Rambert does all the tuning at Yamaha. And he can go tell Dan, hey, listen, I want a little bit more of this or that. And he knows that Dan can do that. Yep. Um, so. what, uh, what's one of your better sellers? Uh, and, um, and you have a two-stroke stuff out now this year. Yeah, so yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the. We have a CDI out coming out. Uh, it's actually out now for the Husqvarna and the KTM 125. And then next month we'll have the Yamaha 125 and the Husky and KTM 85. Uh, we'll also be building one for the new Yamaha 65. Obviously, we have a re- very good relationship with Yamaha. Yep. Uh, we've worked with them for many years. So we're excited about the CDI. It'll have some tuning capabilities like the. Not as much as the four-stroke, but it will have similar capabilities. And then, uh, but I mean, our best seller probably is the Yamaha and the KTM, just because we have so many teams that so many use teams, it. Yeah, and, yeah. And and people just see, you know, oh, I want what Barsha has, and, and this and that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the product's the same across the board for Honda and and Cowie and and all of them. It's the same product. It just you don't see it out there as much. So. Right. Uh, let's go to line four. Bob, what's up? How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? What's up? Hey Dan, you need to make it more uh, less complicated for anybody. Just give them a send it light. Yes. Yeah. Zero to send it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just keep it simple. Right. I had a I had a question about uh, Warden. What do you guys think he's going to do this uh, year? Well, he's not racing this weekend. He oh yeah, he hurt himself. He's trying to make it round two, but no promises. But he thinks for sure it'll be at round three. Um. What do you think, Dan? I mean, I think Wharton will be a top 10 guy. I, I think he'll be in the top 10. We talked about him on our fantasy pod that will be released soon. Um, I got him between, you know, 7 and 12. Yeah, I don't know. He took a long time off. I have uh, I helped Blake out when he was going to ride a Yamaha um, with an ECU. He, he had sent me some videos, and he looks fast, you know, practicing. But just taking that much time off is tough. You know, these top seven guys uh, – I don't think he breaks into that top seven right away. They're they're good. Uh, yeah. They're really good. I mean, I, I have RJ and, and guys like that around fifth through seventh. So I think that he's more of a 10th to 13th place guy. But uh, he's won races before. He's one of, I think, yeah. three people lining up that have won races. So yeah. he knows how to do it. He's experienced. So it, it, it's curious to see, I think. Uh, he's on a Husky, and, right? He's on a Husqvarna, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's going to ride for, for Mun Racing. For Mun. I think now. So. Um, 
So Dan, so in order to get the ECU, he sent you a video to, sh- no, to show his speed. Didn't. To show his speed, he, <laughs> he, he did. He, he reached out. He was very polite. He was nice. Um, he didn't ask for anything for free. He actually did buy it with his own money and his own credit card. But uh, he just sent me some videos to show to show me that he actually was riding. And and uh, <laughs> Dan's and, like, and Dan's like, let me see that speed, Wharton. Let me see the speed. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, you laugh about A Ray being confused. Nicoletti's dad called me one time. Never spoken to him. Uh-huh. And he asked me if I, I could put a shift light on Phil's fender because Phil doesn't shift. So some people want more lights. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, Bob, do you want a uh, fly racing toxin resin helmet? Oh man, that'd be great. Yeah, you do. You know you want it, Bob. You know you want I do. it badly. All right, stay on hold. The guy in the corner will get your information. Thanks, man. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. He's shaking his head right now. He's not happy with that. Uh, let's go to Dale. Also wants to talk Blake. Dale, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, you guys kind of uh, just talked about uh, Wharton. Uh, when did, uh, that was kind of my question, if he's going to be doing the whole series. Yeah, and yeah. How you guys think he's going to Yeah, doing the whole but series. Yeah, when, it's, yeah. When's, when's the last time, you know, somebody had a factory ride, dropped out, and then came back as a, as a privateer guy? Like that. Uh, great question. Mike Krodowski did it. He quit Cowie in 96 and came back at Honda at Troy in 97. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it's happened more than that, though. I can't really think off the top of my head. Tommy Hahn has probably quit a bunch of times and then come back. Uh, yeah. You know, I, there's definitely some guys out there. So okay. it's it's a tough cool. deal, though. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's a tough deal, though, Dan, jumping in. Like you said it. Like you've been out a long time. Things don't stop for you, you know? Yeah, I mean these these kids are going fast, you know, like the, the like the RJs and the Forkners and those guys, they're all fast and I don't even know how those guys are going to do, you know. So for Wharton coming on a off of an injury, being off for 3 years, I think it's just going to be it's going to be tough. It'll be tough. Uh let's go to some more calls from uh Dr. Dirk. Real, oh, he's being realistic though. He's yeah. not saying he's going to come out and win. No, no, absolutely. Uh Dr. Dirt, what's up, bud? You want to talk to Jason Anderson? Yeah, so hey, I hear you guys talking about how Jason's just so fast on another level. You got people commenting about how loose he is on the bike. And what I wanted to know is what your thoughts are on how much that has to do with the new chassis that they're riding this year. Because it even kind of seems like you had Marv in the past uh, being the really precise, fast, kind of loose riding guy. And now he seems to be struggling a little bit, but Jason really just seems to be gelling with that chassis. What do you think, Dan? How much do you think that new Husky? And again, you, I was going to say, Dan, you know about it, but you really don't because Chad's on the old bike or on the standard yeah, bike. But yeah, I, I know. I mean, we close with the GP guys, and they raced it in GPs last year. So I think that it's a really good bike. Uh, obviously, they've always had a good bike. It seems like they made the bike a little bit better for outdoors, which is, was kind of strange um, because it's a little bit longer. The chassis is a little bit longer, but. Uh, I don't know if it's really, I mean, has the results changed much, though? I mean, other than Jason being great, Marvin's not any better. And, I mean, Baggett podium last year as well. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to judge it off just Jason. Um, but, yeah, I think the bike's great. I don't think there's any issues with it. I think it's good. I just I, Maybe it sits, suits yeah. Marvin or Anderson better than Marvin. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I was just interested to hear that uh, JT said that Baggett, commented that it was enough different that when he first came onto it in Supercross, he was like kind of starting at square one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, absolutely. It's for sure different. It's for sure different. Like, it's completely different. That's why Chad, I mean, that's one reason why, well, Chad couldn't get the bike for one, but you can get him now, and I don't think he's going to switch because it would basically be like starting back at square one again. 
But, I, yeah, I mean, you know, what Dr. Dirt's saying is how different it is. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about starting at square one, but, I mean, Baggett's gotten better since they put some new settings on starting at round three. You know what I mean? So there, there is yeah. something to that, I think. Uh, Dr. Dirt, do you want to uh, get our meter? You got a bike? You want to keep track of the hours? Oh, my gosh, of course. That would be awesome. You can uh, you can uh, know when to change your oil, when to do uh, springs, valves, seats, all that kind of stuff. So stay on hold, man. We'll get you the information. Make sure you use it. It really helps. All right? Thank you. Uh, thanks to Get uh, for making that happen, Dan. These hour meters are pretty simple to use and pretty much vital to have on a four-stroke. Yeah, they're they're wireless, so you just stick it on. No, no more running the wires to the spark plug and all that stuff. So just stick it on your frame, and, and you're good to go. Will, what's up? Uh, thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Get and Athena. I can't, Athena. Get and Pro Taper and uh, Max's Tires. What's up, Will? Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, I've just been looking at the results you know, this year, and it seems like there's a, a big, a huge lack of Kawasaki's in the field for 450. Like, you only have Bowers and Tomac and Grant. So is there, like, a, a budget reason for Cowie for that, or is it – their bike is not as good or you know what's going on with that um no no nothing to do with their bike uh as a matter of fact there was a ton of cowies you may be looking at the main events but the, the guys like uh catanzaro's on a cowie and carno and raper and uh winter yeah, there, 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 there are a lot of there are a lot of cowies in the day program no yeah. just not so much in the main event yeah. you know you know what will they pay good contingency apparently I, I think it's the same for this year but last year it was 500 bucks to make the night show for if you rode a Kawasaki. So there was a lot of guys riding Kawasaki and making some money on it, you know? So, um, yeah, there, you so know. more or less like a, a team choice deal. I think it would be, Dan, kind of if you look at maybe some of the smaller teams, they don't either approach Cowie or Cowie doesn't approve, uh, doesn't give out a lot of bikes and parts in support for those smaller teams. You know what I mean, Dan? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's pretty spread out. Uh, if you look at the main event, I mean, there's two Cowies, there's two Suzuki's. You know, it's pretty spread out over over the main event. There's three. There's only three Huskies. You know, in the main event, and uh, but throughout the day, like you said, the contendency is really good for Cowie. So I think if you added up all the entries, I bet there's more Cowies than the other brands. And, and and Will, it's it's the bike that's aged the most right now with Suzuki yeah. having a new model. You know, yeah. um, no, no electric star, things like that. Yeah, you know, so we love Kawasaki, though, for the love on the Pulp MX Fantasy. We're going to give away a 2019 Cowie 450F and an 18250. So all, all new Cowie, so maybe maybe it'll have some new features. No, they told us to not say it's all new. They told told us not to say that, Dan. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, well, it's and, not and, all new, but maybe it's a new bike because it's 2019. Uh, yeah, it's a new bike because it's 19, <laughs> but that, that's it. Um, thanks, Will. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Dan Truman, we're going to wrap up here and come with uh, Paul Parabinos coming up. Dan, let's talk 250 East. We're going to dive into that with Paul a little bit more. But before we go on 250 East, I mean, it's not rocket science to say Zach Osborne's the favorite, but uh, Jordan Smith, J Mart, Ferrandis, and I don't know where I'm at on Marty and Forkner. That's where that's an overview for me. Marty wins Heat One. Really? Boom. <laughs> he wins Heat One. Oh man. He- how, how can he not? He has more heat race wins than anybody in the sport. He has to win the heat. Um, do you think J-Mart will be better from the 450 experience? I, I think it helped. I really do think just racing it, and it did help. Um, I don't know that he can run with Osborne in a main event. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, I don't know 
many people that can, but uh, I, I can't just give Zach the title. I think he's going to put some pressure on himself. Um, he made some mistakes last year. He had a couple issues, a couple crashes. So I think uh, I think it'll be Jordan Smith, um, Osborne, and Ferrandez on the podium this weekend. David Villeman working with Ferrandez. Uh, we'll see. He'll be good in the whoops. <laughs> uh, before, before we go, question about a Get product. Uh, Dustin, what's up? What's your question for Dan Truman? Hey, Dan, this is Dustin. Quick question. What are the two benefits of Get Data over what the stock Yamaha is coming with? What are the two? Give me two reasons why I want to buy Get over what the stock Yamaha is providing. Yeah, just it's still the tuning capability. So with the stock Yamaha, you can't change the rev limiter. So on a 250, it's one big thing that the OEMs do is they kind of uh, lower the limit a little bit just for reliability purposes. And then throttle response. So we use a different processor in our ECU because we don't have to produce as many as an OEM does. Uh, it's a little more expensive, but you'll get better throttle response. So those would be the two best things is, is tuning capabilities and then throttle response. Okay, that was yeah. That's that's my main question because you know you look at it, you you look at what's coming stock, and I'm like, okay, what does Get Data have over what stock is? You know, I know your capabilities are obviously a little bit more um, traction control. Do you get more of that with Get Data over stock? Yeah, so the ours is kind of a. The traction control you see from the factories is based off gear position. Um, ours is, like, our launch control is even different. It's off time and distance, so it's a little bit more complex and uh, more detailed, where, you know, the, the OEM one is just kind of, um, it, it's there and it works, but it's, it is, you know, it's simple. It's more simple. It's not as in-depth. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for taking my question. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Dan, for people who uh, want to know more, use a uh, contact form on pulpamex.com, and uh, I'll send you some questions. If you have any questions about Get Products or Athena or anything else uh, for your four-stroke, two-stroke, whatever it is, and uh, we'll forward it on to you, and you can help some people out. Maybe give them a little bit of a listener discount while you're at it. Yeah, yeah, we got a, we got a discount for everyone that, that emails Pulp and uh, even on the Athena products. So if you guys you guys are interested in anything, email Steve, and, and we'll get you taken care of. All right, buddy, thank you, and I'll see you this weekend, man. Thanks. Sounds good. Take care. All right, thanks. Dan Truman from Get and Athena. Let's go to some more phone calls here. Graham, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Graham? Hey, um, uh, what's your deal with Blair Morgan? How do you guys know each other? I see on Instagram you guys are commenting on each other's stuff a little bit. Yeah, bro, he's from Saskatchewan. Right. So do you guys race with him or what? Yeah, I'm from Manitoba. That's the, that's all your that's your whole story. Well, no, I mean, yeah, we we race we, we're almost the same age. He's a little younger than me, um, but we race against each other for growing up. Like when I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, uh, he would uh, I would go to Saskatchewan to race a lot, and he was there. Did he beat you? Uh, you know what? Uh, I beat him a lot in the beginning, and then one year he went to California or he went somewhere. And I came back in the spring that next year, and I see smoke me, and I never saw him again. So, um, yeah, he uh, he got the better of me. He got the last laugh. Let's leave it at that. But there is a video on YouTube. If you search Saskatoon Slaughter, you will see a video okay. that someone sent me of me beating Blair in 1989 at, an, at a mini state. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> all right, all right, I'll have to look it up. Thanks, man. Appreciate hey, it. Thank you. Blair Morgan, good people, and uh, we really appreciate uh, Blair over the years, man. He's a good guy. Uh, dirt bikes are exciting. 
We know that, but so is blasting up a snow-covered mountainside on a snow bike or snowmobile. Check out the new stylish and functional carbon jacket created for those who want to explore the deepest of powder beyond the trail and, cra and crowds. Crowds. Flyracing.com. Please check out the carbon jacket. Pro Taper. Jason Anderson is leading the 450 Supercross points right now using Pro Taper, and it is not a coincidence, everybody. ProTaper.com. Please check them out. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, just some of the teams that use... Uh, Pro Taper and Get. Dan was just on talking about Get. Justin Barsha, Cooper uh, Cooper Webb right now using Get, as well as a whole lot of uh, other teams out there in the pits and in Europe. So please check that out. And Maxis Tires, MXST Tire, is coming soon, developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath. Maxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask MC, bro. All right, 702-586-7857. Uh, We're still giving a giveaway a Pro Taper Pro Series Forge chain. And uh, thanks to you people for listening. Let's dive into 250 East a little more with uh, Pro Taper Zone, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Dan and I touched on uh, 250 East, and let's, let's, let's dive into it a little more with you. So... Osborne's the favorite. I think we can all say he's a favorite to defend his title. It's, he's not overwhelming the favorite, but let me ask you. Eli Tomac, before the season starts, or Zach Osborne now, Paul, who was the bigger favorite to win their series? Um, Zach Osborne now, I think. You think? Okay, I was going to say Tomac. Yeah. So. No, I mean, a lot of us obviously all pick Tomac for the title, but... Um, I mean, we, we know a little bit. I, it's it's easy for me to say this after, after what's happened uh, in the recent weeks, you know, obviously. Yeah. But um, but I think I think there's more history that shows Tomac sometimes has inconsistency problems and and big crashes. So I would and and Zach's racing. Um, I mean, he he dominated everybody outdoors, uh, and now he's racing half the guys on the East Coast in Supercross, and 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 he won Supercross last year too. So I would think he's a bigger bigger favorite so give me two guys that'll challenge him the most in your eyes uh Ferrandis and jordan smith that's exactly what i was gonna say um <laughs> i think you're right yeah i think Ferrandis is uh gonna be sneaky good this year he had a wrist injury he's coming back villaman's working with him and he was pretty good last year in his first year in the series just first year jumping in and jordan smith was you know 15 minutes away from winning the title um after savachi and osborne crashed and unfortunately, he threw yeah. it away. But so, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I agree. Those guys are going to be good. I think Ferrandis is going to qualify top two, no worse than that. I would say on the weekend, and and I think he's going to come out kind of good start and 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 start getting the ball rolling to try to contend with Zach. If he doesn't, then who knows? But um, yeah, and and, and Jordan Smith, how, how do you count him out? I mean, he was super consistent last year until Vegas, so you have to think he's going to be in it again. I think he learned a lot last year. Uh, quietly, a little bit under the radar, Jordan, this, this offseason, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. He's just he's doing his deal. He's at MTF. He's riding, and and I really like that about the TLD KTM team. It seems like they are all just, they're not focused on anybody else but themselves, and, you know, they winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. Oh, wow. I like that. Um, two two giant question marks, Marty and J Mart, right? Giant question marks, like Mar like we know they're gonna be good, but I mean, like they could win the title. Both of them could win this title. Yeah, but they both absolutely can. Yeah, so you're you're 100 percent correct. Yeah, and I mean, 
Jmart, I'm hoping his uh, his 250 kind of, um, or I'm sorry, his 450 rides in the beginning of the year are going to help him kind of keep the the rust knocked off and be sharp and ready to go and not nervous, so he can be in the hunt because we all know he can be in the hunt for the whole series. So, I just as a fan, I want to see everybody in the hunt. I think it'd be cool. So it'd be cool if he he really shows up and and rise to his potential. And then Marty, you can never count out Marty. I mean, he's probably a qualified, you know, top. Five, probably he'll probably win the first heat race and everyone's going to be like oh crap Marty, Marty's here <laughs> um, what do you think's been Jmart's biggest problem in Supercross like it's hard to pinpoint he's won races he's not qualified I think every year at least once what's been his biggest problem to me the biggest problem with his Supercross deal is just his inconsistent starts and his horrible first laps um, uh, he's, he's I mean fitness, speed, all that is there, but he's always putting himself in bad positions. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs to be rounding the first lap within the top five every time, and that never seems to happen. So I think he needs to get off the gate quick better and, and be, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know his mentality is in the first lap. If, he, if either he's too relaxed and he's getting pushed back or he's too aggro and he's crashing, but he needs to find what works and, and always be within the top five after lap one, and then he could contend for the title. And Forkner, I've been hearing his wrist is still bugging him a little bit. He's not 100% going in. I mean, this is a kid that we all predicted, you know, after his rookie year could win both titles, you know, last year. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of sucks that he got hurt. And I don't, I haven't heard that. I don't know. So, but obviously he did get hurt fairly recently. So you would think there's going to be a bugging issue there. But I, he's also a mentally strong kid and he's a good starter. And so if he, I think he would need some things to happen his way for him to get the ball rolling and really be on top, um, especially coming after this inj- injury. So um, we'll see. I mean, uh, it's, you know, he's never won, but I he think he's due to win. So, um, but he's going to have a, have a tough time on that coast. So it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a new series is always, always cool with Marty. Like, like I have no, you know, listen, he came on the show now, so I know he probably still hates me, but I mean, I have nothing personal against Marty. But Marty can't win because he's Marty, Paul. That's that's my reasoning. I got twelve years backing me well, up. Yeah, you know. And I think maybe that was true when Marty believed it too. But I think Marty's moved past that. He's way too mature and 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 kind of figured it. Like when there was all of those years where he's so fast and washing the front, he was one hundred percent in his own head. Mm-hmm. I think he's past that but i just worry that he has enough of the speed to keep him up there now because i think he won't make those critical mistakes he's made in the years ago but i just hope he still is i mean he's he's plus 30 rider so i i hope he still has the outright speed to be able to win a race or you know contend for a win but back on pro circuit now back on pro circuit again so yeah um yeah and i haven't heard i don't know but i mean yeah marty's I, he was he was cool to have on the team and be on the team with because one thing we always kind of knew no matter what uh, if you're at the test track and you could keep up with Marty or you could beat Marty like you're ready to win the weekend because he was so <laughs> gnarly at the test track. Um, hey, and also too, I think this is a big year for RJ Hampshire. I've been saying that for a couple of years, but uh, we got to see something. I he, I think he's got one podium in his career, Supercross. Yeah, I 100% agree, and 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 I think it could happen for sure, but it could go the other way too. And I don't really know what RJ needs to to be you know on the podium every weekend, except maybe better and consistent starts. Because, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, that can go either way. But I'm kind of I'm agreeing. I'm in agreement with you. I think this is the year he needs to step it up. And hopefully, last year he he 
felt like he belonged there more because I thought he was flirting with the top three a lot more outdoors than he ever has. So maybe mm-hmm. he's taken a mental step in his head and he can bring it to Supercross. All right, let's get some phone calls. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. Uh, is it a coincidence that Pro Taper sponsors Anderson and he's winning the series, Paul? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but no, it, it isn't. It is. <laughs> Pro Taper Drive products are helping him out. Um, all right, Dark Side, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good. How are you guys? What's up? Um, so Dallas is usually pretty dry, and which we saw it was the same way last year. Marvin's really good. Won his first race last year because of that. I think he's going to win this weekend. What do you think, Paul? Marv? Um, man, I, I should have looked at the track a little bit before this call, but I don't. I don't know. Um, judging on the dirt, I, I guess, but. Uh, it's hard for me to give my opinion. I just, I don't know if he can win. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, this dirt is not what it used it. to be, that's for sure. sure. It's got more traction than it ever used to have. It's still harder and drier, but I look at the old Dallas yeah. track and just go, oh boy, you know? Um, well, yeah. I'll see him win. That's, that's, I'd like to see him get a win. Let's get this points a little closer. Maybe Anderson can have a bad night. Yeah. Barsha, you know. Yeah, maybe. We'll get his points closer. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, have a good show. See you this weekend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris, what's up, man? What's happening? What do you hey, want man, to thanks about? for taking my call. Yeah, what's up? Hey, what's with the attendance this year? It seems a little late. Is it? Is it as bad as it looks, or what's going on there in the stands? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I've had this call a couple times. I, I don't think so. I think it's as fine as ever. I don't think it's jam-packed, but I don't think it's poor by any means to me. Paul, what do you think of the races you've been? Steve, did you, did you send a – Send a, a male pigeon north to Canada and spread some rumors or something? No, yeah, no, I did not. No, <laughs> um, I, I I think it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I thought it. I thought it's been good. Yeah, I, this is the first I've ever heard of attendance being down. I thought it's been awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been well, as many races as you, but yeah, all the ones I've had have been good. Okay, good. Well, as my favorite spectator sport, it's good to see, good to hear. Thank you guys, yeah, no and uh, see you in Vegas. Thanks, man. Appreciate Take- it. Uh, Andy, what's up? You got a pro taper question? What's happening? Hey, uh, Paul, I got a question about your micro bar. Um, okay. So my girlfriend, we just got a CRF-154. Um, she's about 5'3", five, 5'2". Five, um, I was looking at the rise of the micro bar versus like a 7'8 bar. Um, have you seen, you know, like more adult people use the micro bar? And do you have any feedback on that? Um, so no, not really. And it would be, you, you wouldn't even be able to put it on her bike for one. So we, we sell it as a kit that satisfies any, um, two stroke mini bike of 85 CC and, and smaller. And it's one oh, okay. few, so it's very easy for the dealer to satisfy all those different bikes. We just didn't target the CRF, uh, 150 as a, uh, candidate bike for what this product is geared towards is course. And which is towards kids and kind of more competitive racing that kind of want an edge. And, um, so yeah, uh, as far as a micro bar for her bike, probably not, but I would just probably look into maybe some levers that, you know, can, can pull her controls in closer to the handlebar that way. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. Cause I looked on, uh, I was actually looking on BTO and motorsport and stuff and they actually showed it compatible with the one fifty F, but you know, like I said, I looked at the rise and everything, and I was like, ah, I don't think that's going to work it's for nice so of, I just wanted to. Uh, it's nice of you to do of, that. Uh, yeah, it's nice of you to actually like follow up a little bit and look. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so. and and now now it sounds like we have a fitment uh, wrong at BTO, so I'll um, I'll do some calling around about that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it was it wasn't just them. It was you know I checked all around motorsport, pretty much all the you know uh, 
online real retailers just taking a look. So thanks, uh, thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Uh, all right. Next up is uh, Jake. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? Good. What's happening? Right on. So I got a quick question slash comment about the triple crown format. I know there's been some talks on, or suggestions of people wanting to move it to all three main events being the same time. Wouldn't that wouldn't that kind of reduce the um, the chances of having multiple race winners if if all all the races were the same time? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because of the guys who are in better shape would keep 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 uh, would have the advantage. Is what you're saying? I guess basically. No, like well, like the shorter race, like if because uh, right now they have three different times, like a sprint, a yeah. middle, and then a longer race. You know, it, I think the sprint gives more opportunity for more. Uh, yeah. Yep. No, I got more it. Individuals to, to win. Yeah. Race. So the longer race is the Eli Tomax and the Andersons and these guys that are in killer shape will catch the guys that are not in shape. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's definitely. There's a lot of yin and yang for the Triple Crown. Some good, some bad, like different things that, you know, uh, to, to find out and talk about. Um, I'm excited for it, though, to, coming up shortly. Uh, Atlanta, Paul, is the next one. So. That'll be cool. Uh, Neil, sure. Neil, you got a question about bar bends? Yeah. Okay, so long story short, I haven't rode in about eight years. I bought a bike last year, a 17YZ250F. Um, as When I was on minis, I used to run the McGrath Bend. Uh, I'm 5'10". Uh, I'm kind of a little short for the YZF, honestly. I feel like I, it's definitely a taller bike. Um, what would you recommend for a guy like my size? Like 5'10", 180. Yeah, so I'm guessing um, from what you told me, McGrath Ben, you would be speaking about a Renthal Ben, and it sounds like you like the Ben on your Yamaha, but it's just too tall for you. Yeah, the stock bend actually is not bad, but I bent them the last time I rode. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say, I mean, if if you feel the bike is tall for you and you're 5'10", maybe try something a bit lower. Um, as far as Pro's Taper is concerned, we have we have a Carmichael bend that's pretty low, um, and we make okay. it on all our platforms as far as Fusion, Evo, Contour, and SE. Um, so you can choose whatever platform you want, and that, I think be, it's a pretty low. It's not extremely straight, but it's fairly straight. Um, and it's a low bend, I think you'd dig that. And if you want to go really, really low, uh, we have something called steering damper low that we make only in our Evo uh, line. But that's a a very, very low handlebar. It's designed for guys that put their steering damper under their handlebar. uh, How much difference is the Carmichael bend from a stock Yamaha bend, if you know, Paul? That's what what, what he has on the top. Off the top of my head, I, I don't know for sure, but I would say around 10 to 15 millimeters lower. So yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, All righty. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Hey, Neil. Do you want a pro taper chain? Pro series. Oh yeah, chain? absolutely. All right. Stay on hold, man. We'll get you that. Uh, Paul, this is a new line you've launched, right? Uh, for pro taper brand. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the new products we launched um, last weekend, and this is a uh, you know what this color is winning is a, is what we're calling our pro series Ford's chain. So typically chains are are stamped, but um, when we're uh, manufacturing our, our chain plates, we're forging them as well. So material's going through an oven, it's getting hot, and it's putting in this big press, and we're making the material more dense so you make it stronger. Um, so when we did that, we also minimized the thickness of the plate to draw, uh, keep weight down. So we now have a very, very light, very strong chain. So this is a, a new high-end chain to our chain offering. Um, we have in two versions, MX and O-ring, uh, 109 and 129 uh, price points. So um yeah, Lake Tex gloves in the box. So yeah, it's a it's a cool new addition. Gloves in the box. 
Did I just hear yeah. that? As you can as you can see, as you can tell, I've been at a sales meeting all last week. I said that presentation uh, thirty five <laughs> times over two days, so it's just <laughs> dialed in. Yeah, it's just it's just perfect, right? Um, yeah. And you got a new sport line of products as well at Pro Taper. You talked about that last week a little bit, so that's exciting for you guys. Yeah, that's super exciting. You know, Pro Taper Sport is a sub brand that we've launched under Pro Taper, um, and it's our value priced uh, two wheel off road control offering. So we want to capture those customers that are shopping on price as well. But um, we did it. Uh, we tried to differentiate our branding and our product material and quality. You know, to to um, still be more quality than our competitors, but participate at that uh, value price, but also have some differentiation to. I'm sorry, differentiation between Pro Taper Sport uh, level and uh, Pro Taper level. So um, I'm excited for that product line. I think it's going to be cool. A lot of the dealers and, and, and reps and media people that were at the show really dug it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what um, what kind of revenue it can bring for us and, and, and yeah, satisfy some more customers. And I see you guys are getting into the lock-on grip category with at, at PT. Yep, yep. So we call ours a clamp-on grip. Mm-hmm. Um, my funny joke is is no key or combination needed to take it on and off. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, just big differences with ours over over our competitors is uh, we concentrated on keeping the outer diameter small. Um, a bigger diameter grip leads to hand fatigue and arm pump. Um, so ours is three millimeters in circumference, smaller than our main competitors. Um, there's a windowed core, so that means there's kind of holes in our in our core of our grip, so that allows grip to ha- contact the handlebar, and it helps with impact um, uh, impact absorption and vibration. And uh, lastly, it's one skew instead of two, so it's a lot easier for dealers to order it. They don't have to stock as much. They don't have to have as much money tied up in inventory, and can still satisfy all the same customers. Do you have all this stuff. So, on the web- yeah. Do you have all this stuff on the website already, or is it not yet? Not yeah, not yet? It's, oh, okay. it's all it's all on the website. Yep. Perfect. Protaper.com. Please check them out. All right. Before we go, um, a couple guys lurking in the 250 East series. Paul lurking back there. Moseman and Cantrell. They both broke in as nationals. Internationals as rookies. They were right around each other for a long time until. Uh, one of them got hurt. Uh, what do you expect to see from these two factory-sponsored guys in their in their rookie 250 Supercross seasons? Um, off the top of my head, I look for Mosman to do better at the longer, more grueling races. So any tracks that break down, that beca- that get tougher, um, I, uh, that you know, just harder to finish type longer main events, I think Mosman will be better. Any of the Triple Crown formats or the nice, perfect, clean tracks that are more of sprint style, I think Cantrell will be better. I think that's what suits each of their styles a little bit better. Um, as far as who's going to be better than the other, man, I don't know. Like To me, they're kind of similar, and, and I think largely in Supercross it's going to boil down mm-hmm. to you have to be a better starter and better sprinter, so I'll give the nod to Cantrell, I guess, over the course of the series. I'll go low, low, low-level sleeper as Cameron McAdoo on the Geico team. Just waiting on him. You know, uh, didn't have a good, good to have a good series after he got on the Geico team. So let's see what he can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm out to lunch. I, I really don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, it could, uh, you know, he had flashes of brilliance his, his first year there when he was concepts, but it hasn't really, um, hasn't really been great since switching to Geico. So, um, I hope he's in the mix, you know, obviously he's a pro taper guy, so we'd love to have him up in the mix. couple more calls before we go. First up spike. What's up, man. You want to talk about Roxon and Webb? Yeah, Steve. Thanks for taking the call. Is uh, 
is this beef settled, or is there going to be some sort of payback? Have you heard anything in the pits? Uh, or? No, I don't know. I don't follow these guys in their dumb social media stuff. What do you think, well, Paul? Is, is, it, is this, is this uh, really over some active poon, or what's the backstory here? I really I don't know for sure. I know that Jeez. Webb is currently going out with Roxon's old girlfriend, and I heard there was social media stuff. But, dude, half the guys in the pits have dated the half, other half of the – pits at one point or another at certain time like i don't know like paul like villaman and jt 100 percent thought that the web and rocks and thing was all personal and to me i'm like oh maybe it was but it's also racing it's also it wasn't like a straight dirty t-bone where if you hate the dude for dating your chick you just kill him like it was racing moves both both of them are racing moves you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but I also agree with JT and, and DV a little bit, too, because, um, I mean, Cooper made a pass, but honestly, I don't think Kenny reacts the same way if it's, okay, yeah. if it's a different, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, okay, all right. Um, I just think, but I do, you know, so obviously there's a little bit of a beast there. No, there's no revenge coming. I honestly think this will be the end of it. I think they're both going to be like, fuck, what are we you know, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, how dumb so, are we? <laughs> um, I think this will, I think that'll end it, but but yeah, absolutely. Roxon, I don't think would have reacted the same if it was a different rider that okay. passed him in the right hander. Yeah, so I don't know if I can that. totally buy that, but okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm. I'm holding strong to that opinion. But all right, Spike. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Um, let's go to last question. Danny, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Good. What's up? Uh, I had a question about like lip pros and like uh, I know a lot of the guys have like those polar watches and like the Garmin ones, like yep. the activity trackers. Yep. Is there like, I know like with a lip pro, you can only use it like when you're on the bike. Is there like a, like a Garmin watch or anything like that that can track lap times and all that? Like a lip pro, like, or at least. Similar, um, enough? yeah. Kiefer's got one. I think, um, hit Kiefer up on Twitter. He, there's, there's a Garmin that he likes. I think you can set GPS on some of those Garmin watches. I'm not sure you can, count laps though like on a motocross track but i i, I think you can do something like that because i have a cycling watch that kind of does the same thing but yeah as far as track laps probably need the lip pro type thing but um yeah i'm not yep i'm not exactly um sure. yeah all right man thanks for the call okay thank you uh yeah please check that out paul thank you for doing this are you coming this weekend or no 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 i won't are, be there okay um, well, then you'll be enjoying the, the 250 East Supercross kickoff from the uh, your couch. From the couch, from the couch, and stress on over the fantasy team. Yeah. I'm probably reading a lot of funny tweets about other people stressing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. ProTaper.com, everybody. Thanks for the time, Paul. All right. See ya. All right. That's it, everybody, for another exciting edition of Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Presented by Get, Max's Tires, and ProTaper. FlyRacing.com, everybody. Please check them out. Dallas kickoff. Tits. Yes, sir. Give me your winners this weekend. Zach Osborne and Moose Cam. There we go, everybody. See you next week.